All right, welcome back to the Perform Motion podcast. Um, today we have a special guest who is actually our new nutritionist at Perth, Daisy Brooks. Hello, Daisy. Hello, hello. <laughs> Daisy, is this your first podcast that you've been on? It is, yes. <laughs> Are you nervous? A little bit, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Um, Steve and I will be gentle with the questions, okay? Um, yeah. So I guess welcome to the team. Thank you. <laughs> we are on a podcast, so you do have to respond to everything that I say. Yes. <laughs> um, in this podcast today, we're just going to go over a little bit of um, what brought you into nutrition and powerlifting and uh, a little bit of your powerlifting journey um, and your philosophies through nutrition and what you hope to bring to the team at Perp. So I guess for us, because we actually haven't known you very well since you started working at Perth and you're all the way over in Perth in Australia. So, you know, we haven't actually met face to face. So this, we're going to be learning about you during this as well. So tell us a little bit about what got you into powerlifting and then nutrition. Or was it yeah, the other yeah. way around? It might've been the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit the other way around. So I've started um, strength training when I was about 18, when I finished school, my mom was a bodybuilder. So she kind of got me into the gym doing hypertrophy based training. And that's when I really found a passion for nutrition. So when I finished school, I started studying my bachelor of health science, majoring in nutrition bioscience. Um, And then when I moved up to Perth from Bunbury, which is a small country town, about two hours south, Um, I decided that I wanted to start feeling strong and my mum was encouraging me to join like a powerlifting club to kind of I guess find community and a group of people that were had like similar interests to me and stuff like that so that's when I joined strength club in Perth and started coaching with Jacob. Shout out strength club Perth and Perth and Jacob. Uh, (laughs) Sounds like he's got a really good community it looks like he's got a really good community over there. Yeah, he definitely does. Yeah. Nice big crew. Yeah. How long have you been there for? Um, so I started in about February. So it's just close to a year now. Oh, cool. Awesome. Awesome. And you just competed yourself? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've had a bit of fun with competitions this year. I think Jacob and I have done about four together. Um, yeah, so we just did our state championships in WA. How'd you go? Yeah, good. So I came second in the Open 57s and I think I got a um, 375 kilo total. Nice. So I yeah. guess the, uh, I guess the, the next step is 400, hey? Exactly. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just slowly creeping up there. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your nutrition journey because obviously um, you've gone the route of tertiary education. So tell us a little bit about what got you into that and what where you where you're hoping to head? Yeah, so when I started doing strength training um generally, I just sort of noticed that there was a bit of a gap in between the people's knowledge of nutrition and what they were actually kind of doing. So I really wanted to engage in learning more about that and being able to help people make the right decisions around eating and make sure that they're fueling themselves and getting adequate protein, carbohydrates and that they were getting like their fruits and vegetables everything like that so that's when I decided to study nutrition bioscience because I always had I guess like 
the goal of doing my master's and becoming a dietitian. And then it wasn't until I started powerlifting that I realized I was more interested in the sports nutrition side of things. So that's when I decided to do my certificate in applied sports nutrition with Sports Nutrition Association. Cool. What do you like about sports nutrition? Yeah. Um, I like sports nutrition, especially with powerlifting, just because there is quite a broad range of people that I work with. There's people that are dieting. There are people that are gaining weight. Um, And then I also really love, I guess, like the science behind doing weight cuts as well. Um, Just like how the science behind how they work is really interesting to me. Steve's done a few weight cuts in his life. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Fond of them. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my worst weight cut was in Perth. So that's kind of oh. funny. <laughs> Wasn't there a Trauma story behind that one? Um what happened? It was okay. it was a nationals. It was APU's first nationals, actually. Um I can't remember. I had to find a sauna. I had to make weight. Um and I was just like all over the place, everywhere the whole day. I rock up to the venue with no idea what my weight was. Um, step on the scale, completely naked, 74.00. And I was just like, <laughs> all right. Like, that's it's on a lift now. How was your performance? Yeah. The worst I've ever had. That's the one where I, I vomited. I like so I recomped way too hard. Um, I think that's one thing like that people don't understand is the recomps are way more important than like the actual cut itself. Like getting weight to weight isn't that hard in my opinion, but you can mess that recomp up so easily. And I messed it up big time there. Cause I was still quite, quite young, new to cutting, I guess. Um, and I just drank far too much liquids, hydrated far too hard and just yacked before my <laughs> opening squat everywhere. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was literally like, as like, they're like bars loaded for Stephen Day. I was in my head in the bin. Like, <laughs> well, at least yeah, you got it in gra- the bin. Grab my belt. Yeah. <laughs> I got it in the bin and then I walked out and squatted. I was actually felt better after because I wasn't yeah. so loaded. Yeah, you were. Yeah, your belt would have been a bit nicer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you got any tips for the weight cutting strategy for people who are listening, Daisy? Um, I think it is really good to work with a nutritionist or a dietitian to have someone guiding you and supporting you. I think a lot of people try and do weight cuts themselves and then that is when they make mistakes yeah. or like mm, they don't understand how, how to recomp or how much they should be cutting or they might cut themselves and cut way too much weight and have a poor performance as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think the big thing with it is that like the individualized aspect of cutting and recomping as well and how different that is for every single person. So it's not just about cutting weight. It's how much you've cut, how much you have to recomp, uh, how much you have to put back on. And then without going overboard like myself, bloating (laughs) like a fucking balloon and then just yacking (laughs) everywhere. Like it's just. People learn, right? You learn from that, those kind of mistakes I did myself, but having someone now guide me through all of that to get it right down to a T, like perfectly, that's a massive difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It definitely is a um, an individualized strategy that gets refined over time. It's the same as peaking and tapering, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it gets better and better. Um, so tell us about the the differences with the sports nutrition and the university degree. Are there... Are there 
are there some main major differences that you're being told at university to the real world? Um, I think they are quite similar. With university, it is very much based on sort of general population clients yep. rather than sports nutrition is very focused on um, athletes. So within the um, certificate, I looked at, I guess, like endurance athletes, CrossFit athletes, um, a wide variety of people, whereas yep. with university, it's very much um, general population implementing the Australian dietary guidelines and stuff like that as well. So it's nice to have, I guess, the two, the two different aspects of it. Yeah, and since yeah. you've been doing the sports nutrition stuff, do you feel that you'll finish the degree being a dietitian, or do you think you'll be happy with the nutrition component? Um, I think I will still complete my master's, even if I just do it sort of part-time, just to, I guess, have that clinical experience as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did exercise physiology. I did exercise physiology um, before I became a powerlifting coach, and I think that's helped me work with general populations as well. Because yeah. at the end of the day, people are general populations before they're athletes, right? Exactly. That's it. Yeah, you got, and it's about laying the foundations and then you can sort of build them up to becoming the athlete. Yeah. So tell us about your general philosophies with nutrition at the moment. I know that you, you're quite new to the brand in general, but, you know, what are your overarching things with nutrition that you like to focus on with people? Yeah. So with all of my clients, I do take a very individualized approach just with the way that I build upon what they're currently doing and building on their current habits. Um, I don't tend to prescribe general macros or anything like that. I sort of guide them based on little at, like little actions they can do to improve their nutrition. So whether that's making sure that their pre-training snack is adequate or they're getting enough protein in their day and spreading it out. So it's really just making sure that I'm guiding them into making those better choices. Yep, yep. So when you say you don't like do specific macros, what do you mean by that? Yeah, so a lot of um, my clients at the moment I will do meal guidelines for. So that's sort of um, guiding them on like how much, what like a balanced meal would look like, how much protein, carbs and fats I'd like them to have in each meal or snack. Um, and then giving them a bunch of like ideas as well that they can have in just so that it's a lot more flexible than I guess gen a general like meal plan, which can be quite rigid and structured. Yeah, yeah. Very, very much so. What do you think about the differences with that, Steve? Like you've done both, haven't you? I've done just about everything. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I like the the flexibility of being able to eat kind of what I eat. I know what I eat as well yeah. at the same time. Uh, I know well, I'm big on, you know, every single training session for me is like competition, right? So I'll consume exactly what I consume meat day before I train. Uh, which isn't much is because I can't handle much. And obviously, like I said earlier, I bloat easy um, and my stomach doesn't sit well all the time. So I know exactly what I eat every day is the same as what I'll eat meat day as well. Um, so I'm I'm pretty rigid like that. But at the same time, it's because I have a, a goal and every kind of training session is working towards that one goal each time. So I know that that's not going to be something that can, you know, disrupt my performance on meat day on the platform if I go and eat something I don't eat every single day until like the one day that matters yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I, I, I'll ask you Steve how are you going with the differences in the food with Steve's in uh, England at the moment how are you going with the different mm -hmm. food choices over there with what you usually eat here have you found anything different uh it's actually been quite easy here 
it hasn't been too hard. Like my stomach was a bit all over the place to start with. Um, just just getting used to things that are a little bit different. Uh, because they are obviously a bit different. Is I'm finding that my fat intake's a bit high here without even trying to be like that. Like it's yeah. just just the way that it is. Um, and you know, obviously there was a lot of things that kind of played a role in that and how I felt. Uh, but it's getting better now. Uh, just getting used to things and just understanding. It's like I've said to people that I work with at the moment, um, like my own coach and nutritionist, that the one thing that I really wasn't happy with my performance at Worlds going over to Europe was the fact of like the food leading up to meet day, like yeah. prior to competition. Like that's that's the biggest thing that I think I could work on. Like I came here with the attitude that, okay, I'm going to treat this like I'm going to go to Worlds in terms of training. Uh, yep. And I really made sure that my uh, intake was on point uh, or my food choices were right and I wanted to see what the difference was like because everyone talks about travel, right, and travel having this huge impact on performance. And yep. I, I felt that it was more the the differences in nutrition was the biggest impact on my performance. I agree. Uh, and totally. just not knowing, yeah, not knowing what was on the shelves, what to eat, uh, especially because, yep. you know, you were there, Kelly. We went to, to Germany. That was, that's harder than here. Like at least here it's English yeah. and I can understand it. But I felt that was the biggest thing, um, the hardest thing. So I made sure that I, I nailed that and obviously like if you see my training's been great since I've been here but best training I've had almost yeah yeah what was the differences that you did in Germany compared to on your way over to England I think the the biggest one was just making sure that that was my priority because I just didn't prioritize it in Germany it was like you know we kind of got there and it was a little bit of a rush you know we had to check in but I didn't prioritize it we're like okay just as long as we consume enough um and it's from what it is, but it was so vastly different to what we're used to having because obviously, you know, Sam and I were staying together. It's we're used to what we usually eat. Yeah. And then going over to another country, it was kind of like, oh, we just got to, we just got to get, get this in, get that in. And then we yeah. kind of just like, I guess, fucked it, I suppose, in a way, because it was too different. Uh, yeah. Whereas I learned from that and now I came here and I was like, okay, I'm going to stick to as close to possible as what I can do uh, and see if that was actually the big difference. And, you know, a day after I got off the 24 hour flight, I was in the gym um, squatting 230 for five, like it was nothing, which is back up around some of my best numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Did you still eat the plain food? Yeah. I still ate the plain food uh, yep. just because it was, I had to, uh, yep. but I made sure that I was tracking it at the same time rather than the last time I just kind of just ate it because it was there. So I made sure I tracked every single thing that I was still eating, kept hydration up and kept everything like that as normal. Uh, but yep. it was more just tracking and making sure that everything was on point because it was so, I guess, chaotic when we went to Europe that yeah. I was kind of forgetting to track some little things that I was having and just going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you just eyeballed the plain food? Uh, Yeah. Okay, cool. But awesome. like, it, there's also like the macronutrient details on side. But you know, we know nutrition panels can be a little bit off sometimes. But I was still, still inputting what I thought it would be around or where what it was saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, once you track for a long time, you you kind of get pretty good at eyeballing it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Do you um have you helped anyone with overseas any travel nutrition before, Daisy? Is anything that you something that you're interested in? I haven't yet, but it is definitely something that I would be interested in. Um, Steve, do you think that it would be beneficial for people to, I guess, bring their own food rather than, I guess, rely yeah. on purchase it in their own when they arrive? 
Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially those first few days until you can get a get an idea of what's around you. Uh, so if like you know, just that you know, there's obviously going to be the normal things that people have, like eggs and bread and stuff like that. But there's those little things that everyone has that's different at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, like yeah. The big thing in Germany is all the food was salty. Mm. Very. Yeah, really, really salty food. Um, I think Germany won't be our stop this year, that's for sure. I think uh, next year, sorry, I think we'll go straight there, eh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, uh, I don't know what the food there is like, but I'm assuming it's also pretty salty, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I guess Daisy, portion you've got... sizes were a lot different as well, Yeah. which made things Yeah. a bit harder. Yeah, heaps different. And just general choosing of food, like, couldn't even really... I think once we went out for steak and it was just like fatty and also Yeah. salty at the same time. So it was really hard. So I think next time we'll just know no salt, no fat. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. plain, plain steak. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So Well, Daisy, since you've been working at Perth, um, I know that I've uh, referred a fair few of my overseas international clients to you. So, Are there some considerations that you need to take into take into account when you're talking to them about food? I think I've given you a couple of Americans. Um, Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess it's sort of just getting an idea of um, the foods that they have, getting me to send through the, the calories and the macros of the foods that they have. And then I can sort of like play around with the amounts that they have because the brands are obviously very different to what we have here. So, yeah, Yep. it's just sort of um, making sure that we're on the same page of um, what foods they're actually eating. Yeah. I'm available. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why my fitness pal is so good, right? Exactly. Yeah. It kind of has everything on there. Yeah. So, I mean, what are your goals with your nutrition <laughs> with what you want to achieve, Daisy? um, I think it is just sort of a lot of education around sort of how I can help out a lot of people. So like on Instagram and social media, putting out a lot of educational based content as well, as well as supporting, um, I guess, like the athletes that want to pursue higher level goals. I want to help them achieve those. And just make sure that everyone is, I guess, performing at their very best. Yeah. Do you have any differences in, in um the way that you treat an athlete to the way that you work with a general population client? Um, I, with the athlete, I'm a little bit more specific around sort of pre-training and post-training nutrition um, and making sure that their nutrition is really sort of set in stone, whereas the general population clients, it's also a lot more about education on sort of like the diet disease relationship, making sure that they're eating um, like healthy foods that are good for them and sort of just preventing that disease. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Really good. What about powerlifting? What are your goals? You, obviously, you're going to go to nationals in 2024, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so we have a, a couple of little goals. Um, so we did a bench comp maybe two weeks ago now. So I'm going to go to the Open Nationals and do the the bench only. And so maybe go to Texas Bench Worlds. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah, interesting. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're not going And to then go. So um, you're not going to do nationals and three lifts. so I am still a junior. So this is my like last or next year will be my last full year as a junior. So I'll do open nationals for the bench and then do junior nationals 
later in the year Got it. with the hope of maybe going to Junior Worlds in Malta, but we'll see, we'll see. I'm going to go to Texas and Malta in one year. <laughs> yeah, why Love not? that for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're we'll both nice and close. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just, yeah, all the girls want to go, go over to Texas, have some barbecue, <laughs> get big pictures. <laughs> I have been Texas. You cannot track food in Texas. <laughs> I'm telling you now, you cannot track food in Texas. Yeah, I'm very lucky that I was a very sit, I sit very comfortably in my weight class, so I don't have to cut that much leading into comp. So very well, lucky there. You'll see after. Do you like drinking beer? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinking beer and eating meat will put you into 63 pretty quickly i'll tell you that now <laughs> <laughs> just move up <laughs> yeah. yeah i did a road trip through texas and um years and years ago and by the end of it i could not go to another barbecue yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i'm done i've had enough <laughs> what are you bench pressing at the moment um so about 75 so I do need to look, increase it a little bit more to get the um qualifying total but so What's that's a qualifying be, total I think it's 82 oh so, yeah great sweet so we're just focusing on building up the bench now <laughs> yeah nice so you just competed oh so you at states a couple weekends ago you did uh you competed as a junior Oh, I competed as an open just because there isn't um any other fifty seven juniors over in Perth. Yeah. Yeah, right. Cool. Awesome. Could be two worlds for you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I know, I know Sarah. I know Sarah um Tuil's got a big, big total. Oh, there's a few. There's yeah. A few. Yeah, it'll be one of the weight classes that everyone's playing are uh, gonna want to watch next year, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> yeah. So, Daisy, if people wanted to book in with you for nutrition for a consult um, or to get some nutrition advice or to jump on board with you, how can they contact you? Yeah, so they can contact me on Instagram. It's just daisy underscore perfomotion or they can go to the perfomotion website and book in a consult there. Great. So, yeah, we've got a, um, a form on the website that you can fill in um, and just click Daisy if you'd like to. Uh, jump on board with Daisy. Uh, both Steve and I have uh, have, have uh, athletes with Daisy at the moment and we're getting excellent results. So, yeah, yeah I think that'll do us for today. Steve, you got anything more you want to chat about? No, nothing at all. Um, like you said, like our athletes are having fantastic results already and enjoying it, so nothing. That's it. All right, Daisy, thanks very much for coming on board. Um, <laughs> and we, we will talk to you soon. Yeah, sounds great. See ya.